I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Don't forget to head on over to our website, shamelesssex.com, for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Bring, bring. Hello. Bring, bring. Um, are you a phone operator? I'm a phone oh, sex because of the topic. Ah, oh, that's ring, good. Ring, ring. Hello. Oh, hey. Let me hear your best phone sex operation voice, Amy. Oh, hey, everyone. This is Amy Baldwin. I smoked two packs of cigarettes yesterday. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding, yeah. y'all. Real sexy. Um, the yeah. person on that this show, though, she's holy awesome. shit, mm-hmm. I fell in love. Yeah, and she does all these different voice impersonations. Oh my God, she's so good. That's why you you kind of tapped in there. Did I? You did. You were like, hey, hey, everyone. That's like the only person yeah, persona that I probably have is. I was just yeah. quizzing Amy on uh, some geography, and she all the she the learned stons. some things. All the stans. Formerly known as the USSR. So this <laughs> podcast is about geography. Is about everyone. geography. It's like how to how to talk about geography in a sexy way. Um, no, it is about phone sex. It's a real thing. It's still happening. And we talked to someone who's been doing phone sex for a long time, made lots of money in it, and continues to. But it's also about sexy talk, dirty talk, things that you can actually incorporate into your everyday life. So phone sex is still a very live and in charge business and people are still accessing that so everyone has a phone or probably access to a phone or a payphone. i saw one the other day I was oh like, my Bear. gosh and i wonder how much a payphone costs now you mean to call someone yeah to how much you have to put inside the machine what it used to be like a quarter it was a quarter i don't know if it's 50 cents now it's anyway probably doubled makes no difference but anywhere you are geographically you can actually have phone sex because yeah. there are still amazing phone sex operators like well, this guest and this is actually going online uh tomorrow which means that we're still in shelter in place in a lot of places here where people are having facetime sex and phone sex when they're in long long distance relationships or dating and so maybe there'll be some tools that you can incorporate into your your sexy are you phone good game. at phone sex no, certainly not. I have I'm what they call terrible. You are <laughs> who's they? They're like uh, April's terrible. Uh, I'm sure if you uh, had some uh, some access to someone that tried to have phone sex with me in the past, which I don't know if there's anyone out there listening right now, d- doubt it because it doesn't really happen. I am terrible at it. And yeah, it's hard. This is why this podcast is so awesome because yeah. I learned so much about. And she has some tricks and tools too. She talks about it as being like um, a storytelling t- technique, you know, skill in in storytelling. And you know, not all of us have that, but it's something that you can probably develop. So um, yeah, I, I'm excited. She's just fun. She's the devils awesome. in the details. Yeah, remember the Instagram live we did about that. Yeah, yeah, the devils in the details. Before we get into the sex question, Let's... I just want to call to action and invite yes. all of the folks listening. It's Masturbation May, and that is more than just a fun play on double M's because it is a time to really explore self-pleasure, and if you are in self-isolation or if you're not, it's kind of fun to see where your body can take you when you explore it every day, Mm -hmm. and we're doing a contest, Mm -hmm. three weeks of a contest. The first week is done. However, the second week is about to begin. On Monday, you can... 
enter our contest, which we're going to give you details. If you go to Instagram, you can check it out. And we are doing a contest around masturbating with sex toys. Yeah. And there'll be giveaways. I think we're doing two grand prizes that are worth over $400 of sex toys and other goodies. Um, and what you, I mean, it's two birds, one stone. You get, you, you can potentially win and you get self-pleasure. Who yeah. doesn't want that? So if you're not following Shameless Sex Podcast on Instagram, kindly follow and check us out and win some things. Go find us. I masturbate every day, Amy. You do? Yeah. Oh, cool. I haven't yet today, so I'm going to right now with this dog toy. Hi. Thanks. Uh, all right. So she's going to be busy. <laughs> Actually, well, you're going to read the sex question in a minute. Before we do the sex question, we want to give a shout out to Aptos Yoga, also known as Hot Source Yoga uh, here in Santa Cruz. And while we can't go in the Hot Source studio, we will be able to soon. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. It's my favorite thing. It makes my body and my skin so happy. But right now, they are online. If you go to hotsourceyogastudio.com, you can take classes. Very affordable. I think it's $5 a class. They have Pilates. They have yoga. Uh, Nicole is a phenomenal teacher. That also means if you are in Ohio or you can do it New anywhere. York, you can go to hotsourceyogastudio.com yes. and take the courses. And they are some of the best. I've done a lot of hot yoga, and She's they amazing. have the best, not only courses, but uh, classes. Crank up the heat. Are those the same things, courses it, and classes? I think so. Okay, damn it. Yeah, tomato, tomato. So courses and classes. Same Go check it out. It's cool. <laughs> Go check it out. She also has an online Pilates teacher training if you want to learn to be a Pilates teacher. April, read us a sex question. It's a longer one. So I really wish my dog wasn't so mean to me. Mm, well. He's biting me right now. I'm sorry. I had to share that with Amy. Amy, He's can you give my dog alpha. some trauma so we can get him, like, how, so he'll know that... I'm a good I have mom. a spray bottle. I'm going to spray him. Yeah, spray him. He's going to like it. That's oh, a sad shit. thing. No, he's, he's a little not. sadist. Okay, okay, so let's... That's a masochist. Oh, I, he's... <laughs> well, he's both because he loves to bite me. And, and if I say ow, he's like, yeah, he bites harder. So he's Ooh. definitely a little bit of both. That's so. not consensual, legend. No. Not cool. All right, let's get back to the, to the sex question because this is a good one. All right. I have been dating my boyfriend for about a year now. We are both divorced and have lived through subpar sex lives. When we first were falling in love, we discovered how amazing sex really can be when you talk about it and share what you really want. I loved getting the flirty, sexy texts and the recaps of the hot stuff we did. I probably instigated it a lot more than he did, but I didn't mind. Things start to die down, so I talked to him about it and told him what I needed. That was at least seven months ago, and we have had to have the same conversation multiple times. What I feared would happen has started to happen, and our sex life is starting to wane, and my desire is significantly dropping. He always says he loves our sex life, and he wants to keep it going, but he forgets and just doesn't think to do the things I have asked him to do. I have told him that in order for me to feel desired and wanted, I need the flirty text, the calls, the sexy pictures, and especially recaps of what we have done. I am not asking for phone sex every day or multiple texts all day. All I want is just enough to make me feel desired and wanted. I don't think it's fair that he won't and then expects me to turn it on late at night when I am tired, in parentheses, after repeatedly telling him I prefer sex earlier in the night. My request started out as nice and suggestive, but now it's becoming fights and tears. Mm. I don't know what to do. I, and I don't want to always be the one who initiates all of the things. Mm. Please help 
Mm. Long-term relationships. Dude, I really relate to this so much. Not within the the texting, phone sexting, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's happened to me almost in every single relationship I have had. And so, listener, thank you for sharing. And I feel you. I will share one piece, and Amy is definitely a great human who has coached me through some of these processes. What I have found that really helps is when you actually initiate things, especially if you're calling them in and you want those things to happen, it does help spark the exchange. And so when I feel like I really want something, like I miss the loving text, which you would happen so often, especially in my, in my current relationship when it, it's now almost three years in. And all of that stuff stopped. So actually, this particular week that we're recording this, I've been sending sexy photos of myself from the Tatum oh, yeah. photo session. Yeah. And they are, we have some of them on our website. And so even if you don't have the like access to sexy photos of you that your partner hasn't seen, I've been doing that and just saying, thinking of you and some of the photos I haven't shared with anyone, only him. And it has ignited and helped spark a little bit more of that what I was looking for which I was missing myself so to this listener I will say in in my opinion what I have found to be the most effective is to call it in and do the things that you want to get back and it is important to communicate if that is essential and important to you ask for it and it sucks if they're not meeting you and yeah it it's something that might take practice and uh I would say keep initiating mm-hmm. that, that's my advice what do you think yeah I think I mean this is this is so common in long-term relationships for folks to for resentment to build there's like I made all these requests for all these things that I want you kind of do them or you don't do them or like you did them for two weeks and now you're not doing them um and there's a lot that can be contributing that to that whether it's um, a need for ongoing conversation. Um, I'm curious about love languages here. Like a lot of folks have different love languages from their partner. Um, is his more touch and yours more words of affirmation and things? Because you want to receive these constant things, which is great. You want to receive th- these messages of how much he thinks about you or cares about you that really feeds your heart and your soul and your pussy and uh, gets you excited. Whereas his might be more touch so that he's more like, oh, when it comes down to it, he gets turned on from just you know your naked body or whatever that is. And it's not really an excuse, but what I'm saying is that that when people don't meet each other, it's often because they just have a very different understanding of how to feel aroused, turned on, wanted, desired, and loved. Um, and then they speak that language. That's their language. So it's a, it's a matter of getting really clear with them and like, you know, sitting this person down and saying lovingly, you know, we've, we've had these conversations before and I really... Um, I, this is really important to me. I need to convey how important this is to me, how much this feeds me uh, so that I can, you know, that I can feel fulfilled and, and meet you and, and like what, what feeds you, you know, and you're okay with, we show up at, um, at, at night and, and you're just ready to touch. And I, here's the things that I really desire and need. Maybe I don't get it every single day, but it's, I think what a lot of people just, they, 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 bypass speaking the importance of this thing or and maybe they this person did but sometimes you just need to have the continued conversations and when you hit the frustration the resentment of like I, I, I keep talking about this and you're not doing it right that's not helpful so to be patient to know that sometimes when, when this isn't their natural default that it takes time 
which you've experienced well as well. Absolutely. And it sounds to me that this person that wrote in probably needs words of affirmation, yeah. right? And which I resonate with mm-hmm. as I do. And my partner doesn't understand that. So that it's is it's not, not his language. No. Yeah. And he doesn't understand why I need the validation. And I know that to to me, and I can't speak for this listener who asked this question, I I know that it's it's almost frustrating to have to ask for that. Yeah. But when it's not part of their language, I mean, think about speaking to someone and telling them you love them and it's not in their language. And I say like, je mm-hmm. over and over again. And if you don't speak their language, they don't it's understand foreign. that that yeah. means that you love them. And so my partner is like, hey, I'm doing all of these things. That that means I love you. And, and th- this person, when I read over it while you were sharing mm-hmm. uh, your uh, kind of ad- advice, which I think is awesome and, and totally good. I, I, I recognize this person really is mm-hmm. probably needing to identify with not only needing the validation, uh, but also getting clear about their partner's mm-hmm. love language and you, you're going to have to ask for it. Yeah. Right. And what I would recommend is go check out our podcast. I know erotic blueprints is episode 126 because we've talked about it so many times with Jaya and, and that's a different formula. It's not love languages, but it's almost like sex languages and how they're yeah. different. And you both could take that quiz and say, and so brings your partner like, Hey, let's go. I want to, obviously we have different love languages and sex languages. Let's go learn about this together and see how we can meet each other. So it's not just about, Hey, I, I have a problem with you. Here's how you need to meet me. It's like, how can I meet you too? Um, go check that one out. We also have a podcast on love languages. It was um, early, long time early, ago. early. It was the, Bear with us probably the one, first yeah. 50 yeah, podcasts. And I think that the, I know that you, this listener has said that they communicated this seven months ago and that the fear part, which I'm surprised that you didn't say anything about. Cause I know, you've helped me so many times and I'm like, I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that. And, and they were saying, uh, my work, my fear has actually come true and our sex life has waned. Yeah. And so that's something to, I think, address. So mm-hmm. what are, why are you fearing that your sex life is relating to how you love each other and mm-hmm. how your partner is loving you? It's probably not equating to that. It's all just tied into, what you're needing and you're not receiving from them right now. And in long-term relationships, sex lives wane. That happens. And that's sure. what, that's why there's this continued work to continue stoking the fire. It takes two to tango. Not isn't one person that can just stoke it on their own. Um, and so that's completely normal for that to happen. And of course, it's, it's still always disappointing when that happens, but it's just an opportunity. All right, instead of like, we have a problem, our sex life has changed. It's more, what's the opportunity here on how we can work together to reignite that in a different way? It won't be what it once was. It'll be different. And, and that's fine. That is such awesome to to say because it is so difficult to be in long-term relationships and keep the spark alive masturbation may perfect time why don't you explore some of your own self pleasure right now do it with your partner Mm -hmm. and if they are open to it do it in front of him this is your partner is you said him uh do it together see where it takes you i think that would be great i would love to do that with my partner too I'm actually going to ask for that tonight. You're like, hey, honey, you want to go wank yourself in that corner? You I'll wake myself in, in this corner. Me? Amy, can you wank in front of me? Uh, sure. I saw uh, your pussy earlier. I like it. I bet you did. I'm not wearing underwear oh, right now. My it looks nice. Dress. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the first time you see my pussy, too. I've seen it many times. Chip, I like it. I've known you for how long? 14 years now? I don't even know. Mm. I know. Someone was asking me about our story uh, that 
doesn't listen to our podcast. It's like a mutual friend. And they're like, how do you know Amy? I was like, you don't know? I, I like think I, it's 14 years now. I think yeah. I'm, I'm like, we've known each other forever. And I was almost 21, had a fake ID. We were drinking. <laughs> yeah, we used to do mad shots before we go to work. Working out on the wharf yeah. in the restaurant industry. Oh my god. Jesus. I love you so much, I love Chip. You too, forever. Chip. All right. All right. Chip, Back chip, to the podcast. Chip and dip forever. Are right, you ready? <laughs> ready for I work in a factory at night. <laughs> I'm fairly happy. That's our other name, shrimp. Okay. So we're gonna get one stars for this, but it'll give us more content for our Instagram Damn TV. Damn it. We're trying to get five stars on iTunes. Um if y'all haven't done it yet, go on iTunes and rate us five stars. Um P.S. Amy hates to do those things, by the way, and I'm happy that you just did that. She's like, yeah, go give us five stars. I'm always like, hey, y'all, give us five stars. Uh, you're always like, I like all the feedback, even if it's negative. Oh, no, I don't like reading the one-star reviews. I just know that it's it's helpful. It some ruins of it is, me. It ruins me. Well, some of it's bullshit. Some of it's like, well, yes. oh, we, we made you, you're annoyed. This and is you real went, raw yeah, right jump now. Jump off a fucking bridge. But Good luck. Amy <laughs> basically do takes criticism way better than I do, and sometimes I'm like, I can't, I'll... It keeps me up at night, and sometimes I'll cry if we get one stars. One star? I said stars, but one star. It's It and can be devastating. And you handle it way better than I do. Everyone that's listening, we actually just recorded a video that would be on our Instagram live or Instagram TV where we actually read some of the shitty reviews we've read, but in like a comedic way. So it's like, yeah. everybody hurts sometimes, <laughs> but like, it's fucking funny too. Yeah, like you're too woke. You hate men, but we're like, we know we love the we love Diak. The Diak. I want Diak for breakfast, lunch. Dinner. Okay, anyways. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're having a good day. <clears throat> anyways, let's dive into the podcast. Best selling author, sexpert educator, phone sex operator, dominatrix, and marketing extraordinaire, Amberly Rothfield is a 13 year veteran who's been featured in Vice, Hustler, Input, Reason, AVN, XBiz, and Why Not. She struck gold as a phone sex operator on Night Flirt, spelled N I T E Flirt. Her breakout book, How I Made 10K a Month as a Phone Sex Operator, has been an inspirational manual for entrepreneurs and helped thousands of cam girls, phone sex operators, and clip store producers find success in the XXX world, triple X. She recently launched masterclasses. She recently launched masterclasses that are geared at indie models and companies with proven marketing techniques to their brands to take them to the next level. To learn more, visit AmberlyRothfield.com. That's A-M-B-E-R-L-Y-R-O-T-H-F-I-E-L-D.com. Chip, you ready for the podcast? Green, green, yellow, black, 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 pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, it is episode time here with Amberly Rothfield. We're talking about phone sex operator operating, and maybe that's not a word, Dirty Talk 101 and more. Um, Amberly has done a lot, as you've already heard in the bio that we already read. Uh, and without further ado, let's dive on in. Amberly, we like to start these episodes with kind of the same question for every guest. Tell us about your journey and how did you get to where you are today in the adult industry? I was broker than church house mice. <laughs> uh, I was 18 and homeless because like just tumultuous, actually at 17, I left the house, uh, tumultuous uh, life with my mom. And uh, when I hit 18, I felt like a burden to my friends because I was like couch surfing. So I uh, got, I'm going to date myself. Um, I went, it was like 2005 
And I went to a store and at the back, because I didn't have a driver's license or a car, really nothing. Um, the back of like, um, they call them green sheets or penny savers or like, you know, classifieds. Uh, I saw this ad that said looking for um, adults, voice actors, and I can do real shit with my voice. So <laughs> I was like, fucking awesome. I can do that. That's not a problem. So I went to, actually it was local. So I went, it was San Antonio, Texas. I went to this building and when I showed up, I mean, they looked me up and down and they're like, we need to see your ID. And I was like, oh, okay. And again, I'm thinking like little Lauren Stutch and <laughs> I give them my, I give them my ID and they're like, you know what this job's for? And I was like, uh, voice acting. They're like, yeah. And I was like, I can do all kinds of accents. What do you want? <laughs> and they're like, that's, that's lovely. That's lovely. You little crazy bitch. Um, this is about being a phone sex operator. And I was like, what's the pay? And it was like three times uh, average, like um, it was three times the minimum wage that I was used to getting paid. And I was like, fuck me. All right. I can do anything for a week. And <laughs> I was like, get in, get some money, get an apartment. I'll do it for a month. Maybe. I don't know. Fuck it. Um, I'll do it for a minute. It'll be a crazy story to tell my grandkids, get stable and be fine. And so um, I'm still couch surfing. Actually, at this point, I, um, is it graduated if you go from living in your friend's house to sleeping in the backseat of their car and hmm. the parents don't go there? Uh, <laughs> that's a lateral move of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> like her parent, like I didn't want to know her parents know I was still there because I like I was sick of like parents wanting to call my mom. So whatever. Um, so I'm sneaking backseat of their car, sleeping at night, waking up in the morning after the parents leave, take a shower, go to school. Um, so at night I asked my friend to like give me her house phone and this is back when phones had cords so like the cords coming out of her window and I'm in the backyard like what's up Mike like almost ASMR style before ASMR was a thing um doing these phone sex calls (laughs) and telling guys is dirty like talking dirty to guys uh praying that my friends aren't too close to windows spoiler alert they were um listening to every fucking thing I said but I got paid um a week later and it was like the biggest check of my life it was like three four grand I don't I think it was closer to four grand and I was like fuck this so I went and got my own apartment from then on I like continued doing it because every time I thought I'd stop I was like fuck I'm still making more money than most of my friends maybe I'll just keep doing this Amberly, do you do the yeah. voices sometimes on this on the calls? I'll show like, you. <laughs> <laughs> because that is incredible. You have a gift, by the way, of I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you said I, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I love that you thought it was a voice acting. I that is so amazing because I mean I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> and you like went in all confident you're like i'm gonna I crush this interview i'm gonna crush the because fu- <laughs> if i listen to anything any voice long enough i can actually imitate uh, mimic it pretty well mm-hmm. so i was like okay i got this shit like i this is what elementary school prepared me for mm-hmm. fuck That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah oh go ahead that, sorry no no go ahead no i i just have so many questions no go i i am um, yeah the, i have a cartoon character she's uh well i get no she's alien sorry she's from venus mm-hmm. and um she's stuck here on earth and um 
you know, just you gotta do what you gotta do to get by. I'm a little alien. Um, <laughs> no one knows I'm here. And like guys sometimes want to have alien sex. So <laughs> yep, that's oh a God. thing. I that's- love you. I, I just met you, but I just, I love you. <laughs> I, I honestly... We we don't have video on this one of you because oh, sorry I don't I'm, have webcam. No, it's okay. I'm sad, but I wish we did. But I'm still connecting to your voice so much, which it actually fits the journey of this interview because you're a phone sex app order and your customers or clients do not get to see you as well. So I kind yeah. of feel like I'm in it with you, which makes a, a it's, that's a good kind of intro to my question for you, which is how, like what makes a good phone sex operator. Um, uh, you have to be able to, you have to be able to have a very, very good imagination because I have to make up for the fact that you can't see me. I have to fill in the gaps. I, when I talk to you, I have to be super descriptive so that you feel like you're here with me. Like if I'm talking dirty to a guy, I have to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to feel your nice warm touch against my cool skin as the ceiling fan is whirling around and we're listening to it rock and we're fucking to the beat of the fan and boom like that's the type of thing you have to be able to do versus like I've done webcam before too with webcam I just pull out dildo ride ta-da not that that's not that it's it's like storytelling it's you you're an excellent storyteller just by the the first just about how you got into to the business <laughs> I mean I was like captivated so it's like it's, it is you're like a great storyteller detail yeah, oriented you do exactly it'll teach you how to be very detailed or because otherwise I'm just you're just moaning and groaning and if you do that the, the calls are two three minutes long and then he's done and I even noticed that those guys don't tend to call you back because they can literally get it anywhere but the phone's like like and and uh, so phone sex operator customers really want that story, if that makes any sense. They really want to be taken f- well out of wherever they're at now, and just it. I've my average phone call is anywhere between fifteen minutes on the lower end, all the way up to two hours, because they really want this immersive world built around them. And you kind of have to be swift with it. So yeah, you have to be a pretty good storyteller. This is so fascinating and um and i that yeah i just i i i love this idea of being we actually have done a podcast with someone who writes erotica you know and but you know when you go and read erotica it isn't tailored to you and so as a phone sex operator you're kind of taking someone on a journey tailored to them their exact desires and needs in this really like profound poetic sexy way um is this Still, so you are still a phone sex operator to this day, and this is still viable even with all of the webcam stuff. You said it's a different experience when people are getting so the people who are interested in this is this still this is still a viable business? Uh, it is. I still make um, well north, like into the mid six figures alone off of phone sex. Wow. It has, yeah. A lot of people think it's died. It did webcam start making more money um, as an industry? If we're looking at it like from the big. Um, uh, macro perspective, absolutely. Webcam like trumped what was once, you know, phone sex was like really besides stripping um, and being a porn star. It was like, it was like those three back in like the nineties and the eighties. Right. Um, but now you have clip creators and you have webcam and so on and so forth, but people still want that one-on-one 
um, feel. And with webcam, there's like that, um, there's that implied need that I need to act sexy. And there's also like the guy may or may not be on camera. So you don't get that kind of feel, but also even if we're both on camera, like if I had my, had a webcam and I was looking at you right now, my background's not going to change unless I have a green screen on or something. But even then, like my clothing's not necessarily going to change. My hairstyle's not going to change. But in a phone sex call, I can literally become whoever the fuck you want me to be. Mm. If that makes sense. Like on a dime, I can just change. I can change my voice if I want to. I can become a Russian uh, spy that is going to like... Mm-hmm blackmail you if I really want to I don't know why I'm using that voice but tie tie, tie you up and blindfold you and beat the information out of you I'm going to beat the information out of you I love that style I feel Um, like I could be good at this see yeah see exactly um um or I can become like can posh like my my like my mother-in-law who's actually English as well I can start talking like this I can I can change the whole feel of everything a lot swifter and have more resources. Like I, I don't have to have this. Why, man? My I, when I switched from phone sex to webcam temporarily, because um, I stopped. Okay, I stopped for like six months. But then I was like, no, let me add phone back in because, like, man, that's an investment. Getting all the toys and shit that you you're going to talk about. I'd be talking about like having a cat of nine tails, and dudes like, you've got one. Where is it? And I'm like. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Shit. Like you actually want to see it? Who, who does that? <laughs> what? So okay, I I have a couple of of questions, but the first the first one is, so do you like webcam services? And I'm just the, that in my head is what I'm kind of relating this to. They have one large. Um, I don't know if it's like a broker almost. And then everyone, you kind of work under those folks and they, they, they find the clients for you. Is it the same? Do you work for a service provider and then uh, they bring you clients? And I'm sure, of course, you have returning guests uh, or is it something like you have your own business and this is you uh, having to find your own clients in other ways? And then the second part of, I guess that kind of ties into uh, what are your clients like, you know, who, what are the, what are the kind of folks that you're, that you're, uh, kind of in business with? Uh, so, okay. Um, I personally work on a website called night flirt and I love it night N I T flirt because why would we spell it normally? Um, it, and it, it's an independent platform. So they provide everything for you. They take 30%, but they host everything. They give you um, the phone number to call the, so you can keep your anonymity. They do all the billing, um, all of that good jazz. So like some people complain about the percentage, but I'm like, man, they literally took half the, half the, the everything that I have to do off my plate. You do have to push, they do have a a lot of native traffic. You can advertise on there, but you push your own native traffic to the uh, native traffic, organic traffic to there. Um, And that's mainly what I've done over the past crap. Fuck I'm old. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, That's mainly what I've done for the past 13 years. Yeah. 13 in around 13 years. Um, just because the the pay actually was significantly bigger. Um, there are big conglomerate companies that do everything for you, but then they usually pay you out per minute. And that sucks to me. Um, 
But, and, and there's also fewer and fewer of those companies around since it's becoming easier and easier. Like there's Sext Panther. That's another one people popularly use. Um, Sex Panther also uh, is kind of like Night Flirt. So, because with those becoming more and more popular, less and less companies that do all the work for you and you just pick up the phone are around. Um, as for the type of people that like to call, it's usually people that, um, it, you've got one or two guys. You've got the guys that are just like, holy fuck, I found a phone sex line. Let's see if anybody actually answers. Those are fun. Um, <laughs> you, you, you pick up the phone. It's like deer in a headlight. They're just like, you can hear it. it they're just like, wait, what? There's a goyle? I'm talking to a girl. Goyle. There's a goyle on the phone. Hello, goyle. Like a real person. I thought it was going to be automated. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I had a guy, actually, it was just like three nights ago. He goes, can you say my name? And I was like, I don't fucking know your name. He's like, <laughs> he's like it's Chris. Chris Baggins. It wasn't actually Chris Baggins, but I was like, um, hi, Chris Baggins. He goes, oh my God, you're real. And I was like, what did the fuck did you want? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I thought it was a robot <laughs> that that happens more more than I care to admit um but then the the guys that tend to do longer calls they are they do tend to skew to the older demographic um I say that as they are I'm in that demographic apparently fuck I'm old um <laughs> 35 and up typically um they're usually they they, they usually are um like they're professors. I get a lot of doctors. I get quite a bit of lawyers. Um, they're people who have probably gone to school way longer than I feel anyone should. Um, <laughs> and they they tend to have high stress jobs. And I feel like they call phone sex because it allows us to get them out of that mental state that they're in and just forget everything versus um, like when I was in webcam, it tends to be younger people that are just like boobies. So I finally get to pay to see boobies and I want to see your boobies, boobies. Mm -hmm. Let me see them. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Boobies. And, they probably, and they're calling them boobies. You know, yes. they, are. they are. No, yes, they, they are. are. They type it in the chat. They're just like boobies. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so what happened is you just turned 18 five days ago yeah. and your first credit card hit your mailbox. <laughs> And, you're and you want to see boobies. You want to see boobies. You want to see boobies jiggle to the beats that you tell them to. That's great. Oh my god, that this is this sounds so. So my next question is kind of related to this. Us like laughing about joy because this sounds so awesome. What are the, what? What are your opinion of the highlights of the career? What do you love about it? Uh, weird people. Weird. <laughs> I every day I'm like, and I've heard it all, and every. day day I'm reminded I have not um <laughs> like uh actually I, I had a, a first a first one four days ago and it left it was a 45 minute call and guy he sounded very normal very kind of like um cookie cutter uh white picket fence American dream type guy and we're having this normal conversation because <laughs> I get paid by the minute pal we're not talking about sex till you bring it up. Mm. So he's not getting there. He keeps tap dancing up to the line. So finally I'm like, all right, so 20 minutes in, I'm going to throw you a bone. So I'm like, so what got y'all worked up tonight? And he's like, I love books. And I was like, all right, okay. All right. Okay. So librarian fetish, like, well, all right, cool. And he's like, 
do you like Beauty and the Beast? And I was like, ah, see, on Night Flirt, we can't talk about like bestiality. I don't know if that's where we're going, but we're just going to stop that right there, pal. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, no, no. But she was surrounded by books. And I'm like, oh, have you ever wanted like fuck in a library or something? He goes, no, 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 no. Do you have a book near you? And I was like, yes, I have a book. He goes, no, like a physical book. No one has physical books. I'm like, I, I do actually. And he's like, can you upload a picture of you? with the book and I'm like okay all right fine so I send him a picture through the mail uh the night flirt mail system of me with the book I even wrote his username like on a piece of paper and held it up next to the book and he goes oh my god you have a book can you flip the pages and that's all he wanted to hear was me flipping the pages and you could just hear him jerking off and I was like this is new You're like, this is actually way easier than I had anticipated. I thought we were going beast. I didn't understand right then. Right? You're like, awesome. I was like, I don't want to fuck the beast. I'm good. (laughs) A little too far. Wait, okay. Beast before, after, you know, guest on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which level of beast are we talking about here? Yeah. Disney Beauty and the Beast or like, I mean, I've seen some like other reenactments of it. Exactly. We're talking like maybe he was a little fugly before unibrow or are we talking like beast? I don't know. But um, no, like I just sat there like flipping the pages and I'm like, I'm going to run out of pages on this mother. And of course I can like flip it over. And he, then he's like, at one point he goes, that book didn't seem like it was that long. I was like, I restarted. He goes, no, 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 no. Restart again. And when you get to the end, you tell me. And when I got to the end, he goes, slam the book shut. I slammed it shut. He got off. I was like, I, yes. Wow. Wow. I know. I wonder if comic books would count. I have questions for this guy. That's a quickie. That would be a quickie in his. Yeah. (laughs) But someone's got a comic, a comic fetish of something. Yeah. I mean, they're every fetishes, as you know, like you said, it's endless. You're hearing all these new things all the time. You've been in this industry for 13 years. So someone's, if there's something out there, someone's probably into it. Exactly. Well, a bit to clarify, 15 years. I did two years with a company that did everything for me, but 13 independent. Sorry. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm old as fuck. Um, <laughs> We've been in this industry for what twelve years now, Chip, too, as well. I mean, this uh, the sex toy world as well. So uh, we are, yeah, we're we're with you in those n- the number of years there. So what ad- what advice would you give to a listener? Maybe that you just maybe just whether I mean we'll talk more because you wrote a book about how to how you got in the industry as a phone sex operator. So we'll get to that question after. But say sure. a listener wants to up their dirty or sexy talk game, what would your tips or tricks be for that person? Um I would say that it's easier, like a lot of people like try to dirty talk while staring at someone. No. Um, maybe it's because I'm aspy and I don't like staring at people ever um, that it helps, but um, it's better to actually like if the person's there with you either like turn the lights off, wear blindfolds that can be sexy and like describe like touch each other and describe what it's like, not just, oh, that feels good, but like, oh, you know, your fingertips are cool to my body, but they're warming up to my skin, stuff like that. Um but that helps out a lot if the person's there with you. But usually when people drink phone sex, it's because it's distance, which kind of topical with, you know, COVID going on right now. A lot of couples are actually separated. They can't get to each other. Um, so if you're on the phone, 
talk about what you're doing to yourself, but again, be super descriptive. Talk about um, temperature, talk about colors, talk about like, for example, be like, I love the feel of this. Um, oh, what is this? I just, the Tantus, like this purple Tantus toy uh, vibrator um, going up against my nice uh, soft pink clit. It's beginning mm. to get wet, stuff like that. But talk about um, textures and how they feel against your, your body or how you want them to feel against them. Um, really set the scene. Don't focus so much on, oh yeah, give me that big dick. That, no, 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 no. We can get there later. But set the scene by talking about what's around you, what's underneath you, what you're, not just what you're wearing, but how it makes you feel when you wear it. And those are the best things to get into the mood so that when you get to the, give me your big dick daddy, it actually has more punch to it, if that makes any sense. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made tasteful and inspiring short videos to show you techniques on how to pleasure yourself or another vulva. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and has changed their lives. So for all you vulva owners or vulva lovers out there who may already be having good orgasms and you want to take it to the next level, or perhaps you want to explore more variety in your playtime, OMGS will have something just for you. With two seasons, one all about internal and the other all about external techniques, it's better than any book or DVD money can buy. To learn more, visit omgs.com backslash shameless. Our listeners get $5 off. Check it out. This podcast was also made possible by UberLube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant great for all kinds of sex. It's less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes. And there are hundreds of doctors who recommend UberLube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks who are experiencing dryness. You never knew lube could be this good. So whether you're an avid lube lover or you've never used lube before, Uber Lube is right for you. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on the body. Uber Lube has endless uses. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth right before an oral sex session, and it totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's gorgeous. It's totally discreet and looks more like a beautiful cosmetic product, so you can even leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX and you get 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube.com. Go check it out. And now back to the show. I, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. I, I think a lot of people will put a lot too much thought not too much but they psych themselves out like it needs to be this like this certain way and what they saw in porn and I love that you're just talking about kind of almost like talking about what's present with with through the sensations and what the it's, what you're seeing and feeling and it's yeah. different than watching porn right because in porn a lot of times you don't want all the the set the set of the scene you fast forward to the actual scene, a lot of times I know people do, they're like, I don't want, and so this is more of a buildup. It's the story you're setting the scene the whole time. Exactly. I like to tell people I watch porn when I've got five minutes, uh, I've got, or 10 minutes between meetings and I, I need to get, I need to get off or something. Whereas like, 
when I want to talk dirty to my lover. I that when I'm talking dirty to someone, like this is a two hour session, buckle up, settle in, turn the phones off type situation. So really getting that scene set, being present and everything. I love that word present. Being present, everything that's going on is going to make it to where that buildup is going to be even better. So when you do get to that quote porn moment, you're it's just it's like all of your senses are turned on. I, I like to look. I like to use my voice to unlock my other four senses to, you know, to, you know, touch taste. I love talking about taste. Taste is also one that is very underrated when people are dirty talking. No, tell me what it tastes to have your fingers in your mouth when your mouth is filling up with saliva because you're getting to get turned on. You're thinking about sucking the dick. So, so the dick. Because there's only one. Um, <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, maybe there's multiple dicks in the room. <laughs> there's multiple dicks in the room. Yeah. Can you, because you, you have a book and yes. it, it's it's the How I Made 10000 a Month as Phone Sex Operator. And yes. my, can you, my, oh, my, sorry. My, go ahead. I would I was love say, to hear more about this book. Oh, thank you. Um, my attorney made me, I have to say made because of, otherwise if other people don't make it, then I can get sued. But mm-hmm. it, I, so I hate that because people are like, oh, so it's a dead industry. I'm like, no, my attorney fucked me on that one. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he gave me great advice. Um, but yeah, I, oh, I because wrote, if you made it present, then people would hold you accountable if they didn't make that much. Is that why? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Legalities. Yeah. The legal thing. Um, I was a top creator. God, this is going to sound like I'm narcissistic. Um, but um, <laughs> I was the top account on Nightflirt for a few years because um, I'm Aspie. And I, I, again, I don't, I, I walk into walls. I, I frequently can't sing the ABC song. Um, but I'm really good at looking at algorithms and figuring out how they work and then using that to my advantage. Aspies, so, Asperger's, I'm assuming? Yes, Asperger's. Okay, yes. got it. Yes. Um, I have Asperger's. I like to tell people I'm a brain man of algorithms. That That's it. I can't even spell my name right. Like, don't think I'm genius. I've got one thing I do right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I figured out the algorithm for Night Flirt, I got myself to the top. And it almost was purely income-based at the time. So like day in, day out, I would just never log off. And I would just up my rate if I wanted to go to sleep or had something to do. And if someone called me, fuck it, I'm taking that $50 minute call. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> and uh, girls started asking me, they're like, how come you're always up there? How did you get up there? They, Because, you know, they, they, they wanted to know. And I started answering the same questions every fucking day. So um, I copied my answers and I put them down in Word. That way I could send it out to the next person, make things easier. And two years later, I realized I had 250 pages. Oh, wow. And so I was like, that's a book. So I did really shit formatting. In fact, one of the early pages is a disclaimer that I, I edited in Grammarly. And if Grammarly didn't catch it, fuck it. Um, <laughs> And I put it out for free because I was like, no one's going to read this, like maybe three people. And I got 10,000 downloads overnight. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, that freaked me out. So uh, then like a lot of like creators were asking me to put it on Amazon and I was like, okay, so like three of you will buy it. All right. So I put together the shittiest cover you've ever seen in your life. And I threw it on Amazon and now it's one of the top selling books about business and porn. 
which is weird to say. Um, oh, cool. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's how it came about. Ooh. That's so, that's so cool. So people can read it and learn about your journey, but also has tips on like how they could get started themselves in the industry as well, should they want to. So um, you just named, you know, it's on Amazon, et cetera, but we remind our listeners how they can get your book, how they can call you and talk to you online or on, on doing some phone sex about your website, et cetera, social media. How do they find you? Sure. Um, so um, thank you. It's on Amazon. If you just type in Amberly Rothfield, it'll come right up. Uh, but it, the title is How I Made $10,000 a Month as a Phone Sex Operator. Um, you can also go to amberlyrothfield.com. I like literally was editing it before we got on this call today. It looks a little jacked up. I'm sorry. It'll be fixed. Um, and then I'm also on Twitter at Amberly PSO because I thought PSO as in phone sex operator was clever. It's not. Uh, <laughs> lots of regrets. Um, what does PSO typically stand for? I, I don't know, but the amount of people that are like, are you part Asian is just <laughs> astounding. And I'm like, or they'll think I'm Amber L-Y-P-S-O. Like, they're like, Ilipiso? Ilipiso? Amber Ilipiso? Like, no. Like, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, like, got it. Yeah, it's, I, lots of regrets. Um, <laughs> it's never should, too late to make an update. You can make an update. Yeah, well, I'm Google verified with it though, and I don't know, like, I, I don't know, I, 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 I just, I just claim I'm fucked, and it's fine. You know, it's an adult industry. I'm fucked. It's fine. One other thing I wanted to just just add to this, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. You have more things to share about how they can find you, but just you're so playful, and <laughs> and you make fun. It, just make so it fun. fun. And so my guess is for this kind of thing, whether it's phone sex or for sexy jury talk is also like add a sense of lightness and play. Don't take it too seriously and like have fun with it. Would that be some of your advice as well? Absolutely. Because shit's going to go wrong. Like I like to tell people my nickname is can't get right because shit is going to go wrong. You're going to, when you're dirty talking, you're going to end up saying something and you're going to watch someone's face or you can like, I can hear it in their breathing at this point. Um, when they wince and you're like, ooh, didn't land right. And so you've just got to kind of roll back on with it because if you let that moment stand, it gets even more and more awkward to the point where the mood's over. So you just have to learn how to punch back and not, you can't take yourself seriously. That's great advice for life. <laughs> it's right. It really is. When you, know, you just don't, you can't ever take yourself too seriously. I think your vulnerability is, is incredible as well. Just taking ownership of, of not being a complete perfectionist on every level. You're like, look, I made a mistake. I should have done this. And that's okay too. So, and I want to be clear with our listeners. Amber Lee is A-M-B-E-R-L-Y, by the way. Yes. And it's one word. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I should actually start telling people that more often because they're like, I look for you under Amber L-E-E. And I'm like, I fucked you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am still, I'm really happy for you with your book success. And it obviously is a great tool for folks out there. And thank you for, for sharing your experiences, your journey, your career with us and with our listeners. I think this is a, a it's a wonderful interview. I don't want it to end. I'm like, don't go. 
no, you're in, no don't leave us. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Amber Lee. Thank you. And yeah, your voice is incredible. And, and Aww, thank you. And your accents. I, I think that, yeah, I want to throw one at you just to be like, hey, can you do Irish? Uh, can I do Irish? Uh, sometimes my Irish ends up sounding a little Scottish. I have to, <laughs> I have to, although that's, it is more Scottish. I'm thinking Merida. Uh, I'd have to go listen to somebody that's done a lot of uh, Irish or uh, Irish. I'd it's like breathy. Irish. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The Irish has a little it's bit of a lift. whimsical. I absolutely just uh, love accents as well. I used to be much better. I have to hear them and immerse myself in them. And our listeners, for all of you out there, you join us now two days a week, Tuesday and Friday. And we love you so much. And we drink wine with you usually while we're recording, sometimes way too early in the day, sometimes in the <laughs> evening. And uh, we just want to give Margins Wine a shout out. We absolutely love Margins Wine. Amy and I have been a huge fan for over two years now. Go to marginswine.com. You could use the uh, shameless sex discount code that you can find on our website. When you buy three bottles or six bottles, you do get a discount. So check that out. She makes boutique beautiful wines. And this is the perfect time to enjoy them because we're on lockdown. I'm going through it way faster than I want to admit. But you know what? (laughs) I'll just be vulnerable and let you know it's happening. And uh, to uh, anyone that's out there that has a minute of time, go to iTunes, give us those five-star reviews. We love to read them. We actually adore reading them and it helps other people find us that are looking for sex advice that want to know about how to become a phone sex operator and change their lives. All sorts of people will be able to find us if you give us those amazing reviews. So Thank you, you all, for being part of the Shameless Sex Revolution. We will see you next Tuesday and next Friday. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.